Welcome to With You in the NICU, a podcast for infant patients' parents and practitioners. Each episode aims to last as long as a pumping session for mom, or you could listen to several while you practice skin-to-skin with baby. With You in the NICU is produced by the Canadian Premature Babies Foundation. This episode is made possible by presenting sponsor Medella with support from AbbVie and Prolacta. Your host for With You in the NICU is Jenna Morton, a parenting journalist and mother of two preemie boys. Thank you for listening to With You in the NICU. I'm your host, Jenna Morton. On this episode of the podcast, I've invited naturopathic doctor Sarah Hardy-Walsh to join us. Her practice focuses on women and children's health. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You've written a lot and shared a lot and work a lot with mothers who are trying to deal with the unexpected nature of their journey. I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about what that looks like and and how you help people deal with that. Sure. Um, I feel like for the most part, mothering sort of throws us into the deep end of the unexpected. Um, We live in a culture where we do a lot of thinking and a lot of analyzing and you know if there are we're taught that if we have a particular goal in mind that we can sort of analyze each of the possible steps and you know kind of map ourselves to that goal and that works really well for processes that we have a large portion of control over Um, it doesn't work so well for those experiences that we don't have a lot of control over. And that's where kind of that that unexpected aspect comes in. Uh, And so whether it's during pregnancy or whether it's the unexpected around how we've birthed or when we've birthed, uh, the unexpected around maybe some medical interventions that our child has needed before leaving the hospital or even coming back afterwards. Um, And it can extend sort of throughout that journey of mothering. And what I find is for a lot of women is that when we are faced with the unexpected, our mind engages and it races and we have loads of questions. And it's so easy to access information these days. You know, it's easy to hop on our phone or our tablet and ask our questions there and get loads of information back. And the ultimate result for a lot of mums is overwhelm. Um, Overwhelm just trying to figure it all out. And in my own journey into motherhood, I discovered this concept when it comes to that sort of that accessing that information outside of us and gathering that information. Uh, It's a a very left brain focused process. It's the, the left brain is very linear. It's very process oriented, it's detail focused, it likes to categorize and organize things, and it associates new information, new experiences. It kind of plugs it into categories of previous experiences, and then it attempts to project all of the future possibilities. So I imagine, you know, a mom facing an unexpected experience, and that left brain of theirs working so hard to try and fit this experience into a past category and project all of the future possibilities. And when it comes to caring for our children, some of those future possibilities can look really scary. And that can kind of feed further into that overwhelm. 
so I talk with moms a lot about ways to kind of break that cycle of overwhelm, um, ways to step out of that left brain and into our right brain. Our right brain is about the present moment and experiencing what is. Um, it's not always comfortable, but it is sort of necessary and supportive for us to be there. The right brain's focused on creativity and intuition and an inner knowing or an inner wisdom. And it's a really lovely place to sort of anchor into, um, to, you might hear the term ground into. So when we're doing a lot of thinking and analyzing and we're feeling overwhelmed, a lot of the energy is sort of head focused and connecting in with our right brain kind of helps us reconnect with the time and the space and the earth and, and that sort of thing. So exploring practices that help us sometimes just bit by bit introduce some stillness and some quiet and um, an opportunity to just be instead of do. You've shared with me before one practice that you do mm-hmm. that really resonated with me as someone who spent time in the NICU, something that I wish I had thought of doing at the time. Can you share a little bit about the labyrinth? Yeah, absolutely. The labyrinth has become one of my favorite tools, both personally and professionally sharing with clients. When we talk about labyrinths, a lot of people think of mazes. And so I'm going to distinguish a little bit between the two. Uh, mazes often have more than one entry and or more than one exit. Uh, in mazes there are dead ends and mazes are meant to keep you in a thinking space. They're meant to keep you in that left brain analyzing where I need to go next so that I don't end up in a dead end. A labyrinth has one entrance which is also its exit. It has what's called a unicursal path, so it's only one path to the center, and that same path brings you out. So the only decision that one needs to make when entering a labyrinth is to just step into the labyrinth. The path of the labyrinth sort of um, flows back and forth, and it really helps to engage with and connect with that right brain. Um, I found for myself when I was first experimenting with it that it gave that really chatty, loud part of my left brain something to focus on. Often what I'll do with folks is uh, help them draw a labyrinth on a piece of paper and they use it just um, to move their finger through the labyrinth. And that, that process of having your finger on the labyrinth, eyes watching it, just sensing the finger moving through and watching the finger move through um, while focusing on your breath. It gives the left brain a few different things to do (laughs) and helps to create some quiet both in the brain and in the body. Is there anything else you'd like to share about navigating the unexpected? I want to say when it comes to those activities or those processes that help you step into your right brain, into your inner wisdom and intuition, it's okay to keep it simple to start. Sometimes it's a matter of just first noticing how you're feeling in your body. You know, it can be when you're having your shower 
and using all of your senses to experience it. What does it feel like to have my feet on the floor? What does it feel like to have that warm water on my body? You know, just engaging your senses, something as simple as that uh, can be helpful. Uh, and there are a lot of really lovely, some free apps that are out there when it comes to meditations and visualizations and that kind of thing. So if you need to, start small. Make it two minutes, make it five minutes. Uh, it all adds up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sarah Hardy-Welsh is a naturopathic doctor and lactation consultant. I'm your host, Jenna Morton, and this is With You in the NICU. With You in the NICU is created to keep pumping mothers and others company in and out of the NICU. It is produced for the Canadian Premature Babies Foundation by Jenna Morton and Tosh Taylor. Financial assistance is provided through education grants from presenting sponsor Medela with support from AbbVie and ProLacta. You can learn more about the Canadian Premature Babies Foundation by following them on Facebook or online at cpbf-fbpc.org.